0: welcome to the what's your next podcast in this podcast your host Lori Amin me will interview published authors to chat about their work journey to getting published and their book recommendations if you share a passion for books and always looking for your next read then join us hi elisa welcome to what's your next podcast
1: hi thanks for having me
0: so happy to have you here so tell us a little bit about yourself
1: I'm an author. I live in New York City. I've published four novels. And I'm also a creative writing teacher at Yale, uh, which is a lot of fun. And I teach uh, in the spring semester.
0: Oh, that's exciting. So do you commute or you? I commute.
1: I mean, the last couple of years have been on zoom, but I'll be back in person. And I'll be commuting.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's exciting. I love New York, by the way. It's like such a fun city. <laughs> I love
1: it. too. I'm very yeah. lucky. I feel very lucky to live here.
0: Yeah, I lived there for fourteen years, and it was just like such a fun city to live. And there's like so much opportunity. Such a creative, for a creative person, it's like such a great community, and so many things are happening. You know, so
1: I totally agree.
0: Yeah. So let's chat about the last summer at the Golden Hotel. Tell us a little bit the elevator pitch for. Me. Okay.
1: The Golden Hotel is the last standing hotel in the Catskill region that was called the Borscht Belt, uh, which was very popular for decades, 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, a little bit into the 80s, popularized, of course, by the movie Dirty Dancing, and uh, more recently in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season two. And all of the hotels in real life have shuttered, but in my book, The Golden Hotel is the last one standing, and but it's hanging on by a thread. It's co-owned by two families, uh, the Winegolds and the Goldmans, and they receive an offer from a casino developer to sell. And this offer brings both families, three generations, back to campus to decide what to do.
0: Oh my gosh, I love this. And so, what was kind of like your research process? So you know, figure out like this, the setting, the hotel, like
1: the whole sphere, you know. Well, we. W- I, besides watching Dirty Dancing a million times, yeah. I interviewed a lot of people who vacationed in the region, who worked in the region as waiters and busboys, et cetera. And I was able to meet some of the owner families who own some of the huge hotels in the area. And I visited the region also myself. I had visited it as a teenager with my family as a vacationer, but I didn't remember it that well. So in writing the book, I went back for research and none of the hotels are there anymore. But I still just liked seeing the mountains and getting a feel for the air and, you know, just like the sort of overall aura and atmosphere. Oh, this is so exciting. So what kind of books do you read? I read mostly what I write. I would say. I write a lot of family dramas and dramedies, and I tend to be attracted to the same, you know? So I would say that that's really, you know, I wish that sometimes I would read a little bit outside of my own genre that I write in, because sometimes I can feel a little stressed out, especially if I'm like, reading something that i'm like this is so amazing it's so much better than mine and there's like an anxiety um and i feel like i can't quite relax as much when i'm reading something in my own genre because it's like it's so work related to me and i'm like that was a good idea or i should try that in my book but ultimately what i like to write is also what i like to read Mm -hmm. so um that's sort of where i am and so i have read um You know, I have read thrillers, like domestic thrillers, and I've read some historical fiction, but I tend to only read those when someone recommends a book to me and says, you you don't understand, this is the best book ever, you have to read it. But it's not something that I go seeking out. Mm -hmm. So I would say.
0: So who are you go to authors or books that you're like, oh my gosh, that people, if they're looking for family drama, comedy or family drama, epic stuff other than your books because we had the last the flowments and then we had the golden hotel um what else you know they can pick up
1: uh let's see so my go-to authors i mean i love jody p Cole. i love jennifer weiner jonathan tropper i love richard russo i don't have i don't Oh, it's more about the book and the topic, I would say, though, as much as like there are some authors where I feel like I'm not ever really disappointed, and the work is consistently great, I still find that I'm more excited about if I hear what a certain book is about more than I hear, oh, X author has another book out. I'm very, I'm just very much drawn to plot more than I am to like a certain writing style. So yes, I have some authors that I can definitely list as favorites. Mm but. Again, it's more like going to the bookstore and kind of almost ignoring who the author is and just flipping to the back and reading what it's about. That's what makes me pick it up more. I love this. Any recommendations you have? Uh, sure. Well, I'm going to recommend a book that is surprising because I kind of said I don't ever read this. Uh,
0: yeah. But I, I
1: am reading a nonfiction book now, which is very unusual for me. Uh, But again, it was recommended to me by someone I trust who said it's so incredible. And so I am reading it and I do want to recommend it. It's called The Hidden Valley Road by Mm -hmm. Robert Kolker and it's uh, an Oprah book club from uh, 2020. Mm -hmm. And it's about this family from Colorado with 12 children and six of the 12 had schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. And It's so well done. I think when it comes to nonfiction. Of course the story is important, but so much has to do with the way the author tells it. Mm-hmm. And it's like the most fascinating thing in the world can actually read so dry on the page mm-hmm. if the author doesn't bring it to life. And I think nonfiction can tend to dryness if it's not in the right hands. This guy, not a problem. He. This is a book, I never thought that there'd be a nonfiction book that I'm like, you know, grabbing, like that I'm pulling out in my of my purse, you know? At, uh, at the doctor's office or when I have, you know, 30 seconds in the back of a cab, but it is that book for me, which is so rare for nonfiction. Um, other than that, I read, me and everyone else, I read uh, Malibu Rising from Taylor Jenkins Reid, which I really liked. It was not my favorite of her books. Um, I think my favorite would have to be uh, the, Seven Hus- the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but, you know, she's quality. She writes really, really well, and, uh, It didn't let me down Uh, and she's someone who like she's so consistently good, of course you're going to have favorites, um, but I did I did really love that and. I can say that i'm about to read the paper palace which everyone says is amazing, so I know I will not be disappointed by that at all.
0: (laughs) I love these recommendations, so what can we expect next from you, what are you working on next. I'm working on a book
1: called Most Likely. It will be out next September. Uh, it's about four women who were very good friends in high school, and this looks at their lives 25 years later as the reunion is looming, Ooh. and they are not quite where they thought they would be in their lives 25 years later.
0: Oh my gosh, I can't wait to pick that one up. <laughs> so, so tell us you can find you online. Uh, Instagram
1: is probably where I'm the most active, at Alyssa Friedland, which is E-L-Y-S-S-A-F-R-I-E-D, L-A-N-D. I post a lot. I definitely do a lot of book recommendations. I, I'm, I'm definitely very active. I'm also on Facebook, where I'm less active, but I'm there. Um, again, you know, just Alyssa Friedland. And uh, I occasionally go on Twitter, but not much. So my website, of course, also, um, I keep pretty up to date with my events and I'm always eager to hear from readers and to answer questions and to do virtual book clubs. So that's Alyssa com. Awesome. Thank you, Alisa, for being on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. I appreciate you having me.
0: If you enjoy this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. Today's episode's partner is Libre FM. If you're an audiobook listener, then you should add Libre FM as your go-to source for paid audiobooks. Libre FM makes it possible for you to buy audiobooks to your local bookstore. Memberships start at $14.95, and they also have great sales for romance audiobooks each month for 3 dollars thanks to the Kiss Club. To sign up for Libre FM, please visit whattoreadnextblog.com slash Libro.fm. You will receive a free audiobook when you sign up for a monthly subscription. If you purchase a information through our link, you will be supporting the podcast at no cost to you. The What to Next podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Please visit frolic.media slash podcast to discover new shows to tune in. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.